What the fuck is up? This is the Constant State of Annoyance podcast, and I am your host, George Blaha. And the reason why I do this podcast is because I'm a wannabe stand-up comic. All my material's in English. And the reason why I specify that all my material's in English is because I live in a Spanish-speaking island. Puerto Rico. And, you know, doing comedy in, in the second language of a country is never... It's definitely not profitable. At all, man. <laughs> At all. When... Well, I can't blame them. I really can't blame them. I mean, there has to be a market, right? No, there isn't. Anyways, um, I realized that I need to find a new job, man. You know, you ever had that day where you're like, I need a new job? Like, you know that you need a new job when you start Googling things like, is there a market for, like, male dirty underwear? Is that a thing? Is that a market that I could participate in? Have you been have you ever been on one of those like female dirty underwear stores? It's fucking insane, man. You can make requests. You can make requests like I want you to fart in it. I want you to pee in it. It's like what the fuck, man? Please tell me. I really hope that there's a market for like male underwear, dude. You know you have to quit your job when you when you start googling stuff like how do I start a pyramid scheme? How does someone even get to that point where they're like, you know what, I, I, I've done it all, man. I've, I've taken all the courses of all the get-rich-quick scheme courses, you know, and it hasn't worked out. It's obviously a scam. You know what, fuck it. I'm going to start my own scam. I'm just going to start my own scam. I'm going to fuck other people over. I swear to God, that's how someone begins a pyramid scam. I'm telling you. Not a pyramid scam, a pyramid scheme. That's how someone starts a pyramid scheme. For sure, dude. You're just so jaded of all these get-rich-quick schemes, dude. That you're like, fuck, I'm going to start my own. And I think that's where the real money is. <laughs> that's where the real money is. And I, and I also Googled, and I'm telling you, I have to quit my job. I also Googled, how much do male live sex cam workers make? And obviously, they do not make as much as women. <laughs> it's insane, dude. I really have to quit my job, man. And also, yesterday, the thing is that I was Googling that yesterday because I couldn't go to sleep. I just couldn't go to sleep. And I was tired, dude. Just tired. Like, I was yawning hard, man. Like, my jaw hurt from all the yawning. I was just tossing, turning, yawning. My jaw hurt like the day after a hot dog eating contest where you're just shoving four hot dogs at a time down your mouth. It hurt. My jaw was was in fucking pain, man. And my eyelids, dude, like they were they were shut. I wasn't wide awake. I was tired. My eyelids felt like they were made out of kettlebells, dude. I was tired. But I just couldn't go to sleep because in my head, I'm like, dude, if I go to sleep, I know that the second that I wake up, it's I'm going to have to go to my job. And if I if it's a work day, I know that day is going to suck balls, man. It's going to suck construction worker balls. Not only construction worker balls, 
A construction worker who's worked a double shift. Those balls. That's how hard it's going to suck, dude. I I, I didn't want to go to sleep because of that, man. It, that, that, was, that was just insane for me. I'm like, dude, I need to find a new job. I don't want to say what I do and where I work yet, but I, I don't know. It's just hell for me, man. And I don't know if you guys could relate to this, but it's just hell. And then I decided, you know what? Let me be proactive. Instead of just like whining and complaining, I hate my job. Let's, let's go job hunting for 30 minutes. Maybe that would like calm down this anxiety that's inside of me, man. That's just consuming my fucking, my fucking skull. And then I decided, instead of going on Indeed directly, I wanted to, you know, laugh a little bit. So I decided to go on Craigslist, on the job section of Craigslist, right? Because I was just expecting to see a couple of, like, obvious scams, you know? I was expecting to look at ads that were, like, obvious scams on Craigslist. Because, yeah, obviously. (laughs) Why else would you post there? And I was guessing that in between that like sea of scams on the job section of Craigslist, I was going to see like two or three legit job offers of like really desperate employers. Because that's where you go when you're desperate, man. That's where you fucking go. The bottom of the barrel. At least in Puerto Rico, dude. The Craigslist in Puerto Rico is a fucking joke. So I do that. And to my surprise... I didn't find scams. I didn't find real job offers. The only thing that was on the Craigslist job section in the Puerto Rico's Craigslist were prostitution ads. And no, it wasn't pimps offering like, you know, people who want to like dabble in prostitution jobs. No, it was prostitutes. Offering their services on the job section of Craigslist. Which, by the way, is really shitty marketing. That's really shitty marketing. Okay? Because how do you fucking expect someone who's searching on the job section of Craigslist, how do you expect that person to afford your services? Now, that's a dumb marketing move. (laughs) It's so stupid. You're not going to get any leads there. What the fuck's your problem, man? Know your audience. God damn it. I take one marketing course and look how cocky I get. (laughs) It's insane, man. Like, what the fuck? You see what you did, Craigslist? You see what you fucking did by taking away the personal section? I miss the personals, dude. I miss the... I, I used to love scrolling through it and just looking at all the perversions. And, like, all of the ads that were, like, too good to be true. You know, those ads where there's, like, this really hot chick. And she's like, ooh, I'm home alone today. My husband is out of town. Come to my house to have sex. And I'm just thinking, there's no way, man, that you're going to go there and you're going to come out of that house with empty balls and your both kidneys. There's no fucking way, man. <laughs> there's no way that's real. There's no way that there's someone that desperate and that hot that they can't find sex that they have to post an ad on Craigslist. There's no way. I loved it, dude. I just loved it. 
And then they took that away because, you know, prostitution. So what did the people posting, you know, prostitution ads do? They went to the massage section. And then Craigslist took that section away. And for what? And for what, Craigslist? Now they are on the fucking job section. Okay? People complain about, ooh, these immigrants are taking our jobs. These prostitutes are taking up space in the job ad section of Craigslist. Now that's a real issue. <laughs> Jesus, the, the things I love to complain about. It's fucking insane, man. It's, it's just, what pissed me off was the horrible marketing, dude. It was the horrible marketing. So after that, after job hunting on Craigslist, I'm like, fuck this, man. I'm gonna, you know, take this seriously and I'm gonna go on Indeed.com. And I do, and I scroll through it. And the problem is that I live on the east side of Puerto Rico. Now, the east side of Puerto Rico, how, how do I put this delicately? The people who live on the east side of Puerto Rico aren't the, aren't the brightest people, <laughs> like as a bunch, okay? Obviously, individuality, but like people who live on the east side of Puerto Rico are, are a little bit just like out of touch of society, man. They're fucking out. I live on the east side of Puerto Rico, and I'm telling you, man, or it's either me, either I'm the problem, or it's them. But I don't think so, because I hang out in, like, San Juan, that's in, like, in the metropolitan area of Puerto Rico, and there are, and when I started hanging out there, I'm like, holy shit, there are more, like, people of at least triple-digit IQ here, man, I like this place, I like hanging out here, you know, it's insane, and so, like, people on the east side of Puerto Rico, a lot of them do not post ads on Indeed, I don't even know where to post ads, I don't know where they post job ads, Hell, maybe I'm just talking shit and there and there are just not enough jobs on the east side of Puerto Rico. Hell, I could be wrong. Maybe that's that's it. It's insane, dude. And then I'm just like scrolling through the ads and I see this ad on Indeed that said BBW Sales Associates. And I'm like, what the fuck? I could be an associate pimp? I could be like, what? Is that like a pimp in training and I just pimp out BBWs? Is this a thing? And then when I click on the ad, BBW doesn't stand for Big Busty Woman. It stands for Bath and Body Works. <laughs> I'm like, no fucking way, man. Dude, I curled my toes in excitement when I saw that ad. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. I really thought they were looking for like legit pimps and I'm like I don't even I don't even know what I have to put on my resume to get this but you know I'd, I'd like to give it a try. <laughs> I really I really I wonder like how does one get into pimping, you know? But when I mean I like, get into pimping, I mean like you have like a desk job, you work in a cubicle, you hate your job, right? And then just somehow you download an online course on how to become a pimp. It's like a course that actually works and it's not a scam and it doesn't lead you to invent a pyramid scheme. So then you like take the course and it works and you're like, holy shit, I'm starting, you know, my pimping business is 
is actually turning a profit and you just like become a pimp for like two years until you realize, yeah, you know, I'm, I have no business in wearing grills. I have no business in having like purple fuzzy interior in my car. Like what the fuck am I doing? Why do I have fuzzy dice hanging for my rear view mirror? What the fuck's wrong with me? <laughs> so then you're like, I'm just going to find a normal job. This isn't for me. There's too much risk in this. I feel like I'm catching too much heat. I'm going to go find a job. How do you explain that like two-year gap in your resume? <laughs> How do you explain that? That must be insane, dude. I don't know. I don't really know. Anyways, enough about enough of me just hating on my job. Let's talk about let's talk about eavesdropping. Not really about eavesdropping, but I love eavesdropping on conversations and just judging what they're talking about with like zero to no context. That's so fun, dude. I swear to God, that's that's a hobby. I love it. And today. I was working out and I heard I heard this personal trainer say a little too loudly, "Do you know all the orgasms that I have given her?" And obviously I just twist my head, just walk a little closer, you know, work out. I was doing curls at the time, so I I just like moved closer to them while I was doing curls and listening to their conversation because that's a great that's a great moment to jump in. That's a great sentence to say out loud if you want more people to jump in, man. That's an interesting sentence. So whatever. I'm doing curls and I'm listening to what they're saying. And the guy, you know, after he said that, he's like, you know, every time she texted me that... He was really frustrated, by the way. Let, let, me, let me set the scenario. He was really frustrated... And, like, to the point that if he wasn't talking, he was going to grind his teeth to oblivion, man. He was going to fucking grind his teeth. And he was talking to one of his clients, which, by the way, all of this guy's clients are female. He's a horny-ass bastard. But apparently, you're not horny when you have a certificate that says that you are an expert in the female body. I'm an expert in the female body. Fucking pervert. Also, I think the same thing applies to, like, sexologists. How the fuck do you become a sexologist? Really, what do you have to study? What certificates do you have to have to be, like, a sexologist? And really, in my opinion, all that sexologists really do is just go on radio shows, on those, like, really hacky talk radio shows to make it slightly interesting. Like, ooh, we're on the edge. We're talking about sex with a professional. That's always fucking annoying, man. That, that has always annoyed me. How do you become a sexologist, huh? Fucking perverts. <laughs> Whatever, man. I'm a, I'm a wannabe stand-up comedian. I, I talk about dicks and vaginas every time I'm on stage and I'm not a professional. So I guess... I guess they end up winning, making more money at the end of the day. <laughs> and if you've ever noticed, a lot of a lot of sexologists, a lot of them are like not very hot people. It's really weird, dude. It's like, well, it's it's like if they're people who have admitted, okay, I'm not good looking, but if but if I'm good at fucking, I'm pretty sure I could have people just coming back for my quote unquote services, quote unquote, you know, my companionship. You know, who the fuck wants to be lonely? 
So yeah, I guess they played their hand pretty well. God, sometimes I'm way too understanding. Anyways, <laughs> if you listen to my to the last episode where I talk about this guy that shows his ass crack, yeah, I'm way too understanding. Anyways, so yeah, so this guy, he's angry. He's pissed off. He's a personal trainer. Office clientele is basically female. And this guy, you know, he's like pouring out his emotions to one of his clients. Apparently, you know, he's like a longtime client. Like she gave him like a a hug to like console him. And he was like, like every time she said that, that she didn't eat breakfast, I would bring her breakfast. I would bring her fucking breakfast. I cared about her so much. I was so nice to her. And now, now, now she doesn't even talk to me. She doesn't even want to talk to me. I don't even know. I don't know what to do. And I'm like, God damn, dude, that's, that's cold blooded. Like, how the fuck can someone say, like, not only he's a super good looking dude with a job, like a, like a profession. He, he has his own house. I've seen his car. He has a really nice car. Like, you're not only saying no to that, you're saying no to orgasms and breakfast. The fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> but then I was thinking, okay, wait, this guy, right, he's a personal trainer. I'm not sure if he's a bodybuilder or not, but he has a great body. You know, obviously, he's put a lot of work into it. And when it comes to that type of breakfast, it could either be like a big, ginormous you know, I work out breakfast where you have a bunch of eggs, a bunch of meats. You know, you, you, you need that protein in the morning and all that shit. Or it's either one of those like raw eggs, raw spam and protein powder in a blender type of breakfast. Because if it's that, that's fucking disgusting, man. <laughs> run, lady, run. Run as fast as you fucking can, man. But apparently, like, he brought her breakfast more than once. So I guess it had to be good. Or she was just like, you know, it was the mornings and she forgot how, you know, how every time she said, no, I didn't eat breakfast, this guy would bring her a gross breakfast. And then he would just watch her until she just scarfed it down. Who knows? That was one of my theories. Another one of my theories of why... This guy is having these lady troubles. I mean, dude, he's a really good-looking guy. And, you know, apparently from what I heard, from the little context I have, he's a great dude, man. He's a great fucking dude. I mean, he provides orgasms and breakfast. Again, how could he say no to that? And then I was was thinking, okay, here's my theory of possible reasons why this chick doesn't want this guy. Maybe... His, you know, because of all the testosterone this guy has, his balls just smell like a hundred gym bags, dude. Every, each testicle individually smells like a hundred gym bags. And whenever this chick blows him, her eyes are just like watery, man, because of the horrible smell. She can't take it. And maybe the guy's thinking, yeah, choke on that, baby. When it's really just the smell, it's the, the... The putrid smell of his testicles. That could be a reason. Another theory I have is because, you know, this guy's really strong. Maybe he just spanks too hard and he doesn't even realize it. <laughs> For all this guy knows, you know, maybe she likes being spanked with all that strength. But she's thinking, I have to think long term. You know, she's thinking long term. 
And she's like, I like being spanked like this, but dude, if I keep on getting spanked like this, I'm gonna I'm gonna end up with a fucked up hip. I can't do that. I can't end up with a fucked up hip. I gotta I love him. I mean he gives me orgasms and breakfast, but Jesus I, I, I can't keep destroying my hip like this. I just gotta run. I can't I don't I don't even know if I could give him this explanation. It's way too weird. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna leave it. I'm just gonna leave him. Fuck this. That's to hurt, man. Or maybe, 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 whenever they go out to eat, you know, he's like really judgmental of whatever she chooses on the menu. <laughs> he starts throwing like grams of protein and, and calories at her like, ooh, that has too many calories. That has too many grams of fat or whatever. And she just can't go out and have a free dinner in peace without being judged. <laughs> Which honestly... Honestly, I think that's every man's dream, you know, like, like if you're paying for dinner, especially like on a first date to be like over judgmental on whatever the chick orders. <laughs> oh, I see you're ordering seafood, huh? I guess, I guess I'm getting some tonight, aren't I? Or if she like orders chicken, you just like, you start Googling wedding rings <laughs> and you start showing her, do you like this one? Huh? Do you like that one? Man, any chick that, if we go to like a expensive or semi-expensive restaurant and she orders the burger, I love you. <laughs> because normally burgers aren't that expensive. I'm telling you, dude. If you order the burger or the chicken on the first date, mm, wife material. <laughs> God, that was such a dad, like, hacky dad joke. Jesus Christ, what have I become? <sighs> Anyways, I have a segment on this podcast where I say an inspirational quote. I love inspirational quotes. They really they really help me get through my week, you know? And I want to share this inspirational quote with you guys. The inspirational quote of the week is, Our greatest glory is not in never falling, but in rising every time we fall. This quote was by Confucius. And this is a really nice quote. And this is definitely a quote that I'm going to apply when I'm like 80 years old. I've accidentally fell like nine times and my fucking kids want to take me to a home. No, no, you're not taking me to a home. Because our greatest glory is not in never falling, but in rising every time we fall. Anyways, that's the podcast. I hope you guys fucking enjoyed it. Really, um, apparently there's people who have listened to all of the episodes. Thank you very fucking much, man. I, I really... Really, I, 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 I don't know how to express how thankful I am for the support, how I really, I just really appreciate it. Thank you very much. And if you're not following my Facebook and Instagram, follow my Facebook on A Constant State of Annoyance Podcast. And you could follow me on Instagram on A-C-S-O-A-Pod. Thank you very much, guys. Peace the fuck out.